Hi, I'm Michelle Livingston. I play Diva Jensen, and you are listening to The Power of Three. Jarring Cacophony tells you that you're back with the Power of Three podcast, where this week, two middle-aged, sort of, Scottish Doctor Who fans get together to discuss the latest Eighth Doctor news from book finish, which probably should be discussed in pieces of eight, that world's only dedicated to the Eighth Doctor podcast, but I don't know who presents that or anything like that. It's a fine, fine chap that presents it, actually. A man of great character. I've known him for many years. Um, I... I... I think I have to admit to being completely middle-aged now. I'm about a year and a half away from 50. I think if that's not middle-aged, I don't know what is. I am going to be less timid about such things. I'm going to embrace it. Hello, everyone. David Steele here. Hope you're well. Thank you for joining us. And I'm Kenny Smith. And today we're coming to you live from the Scottish capital of Doctor Who. We're coming to you from Paisley. We're coming to you live from... The house that Fraser Hines shares with Sylvester McCoy. <laughs> Neve McIntosh lives next door and Andrew Smith lives around the corner. It couldn't be more Scottish if we tried. That's a lie. Kenny will tell you where we actually are. Yes, we are sitting right now outside Paisley Town Hall, which was a venue for a big Doctor Who convention gathering back in 1993. You know, it, was a, it was practically this week in October 1993. It was the week I started in Stateside Comics, which was right bang, slap bang in the middle of October. Maybe out by about a week or so. But it's around about 28 years ago exactly that that event happened. Blimey, that is unbelievable. That's a nice little coincidence. It is. Yes, it certainly is. Um, wait, and, and sort of um, remembering that event, it's, it sparked an idea for another episode of the podcast that we might do, so we won't say too much more about that. But I've cut Kenny off and he's got a grumpy face on now because I keep interrupting him, so he's going to go back to what he was actually saying. Indeed I was. I just can't get the staff these days. <laughs> I never have this trouble with Dr. John Bolin. Uh, or indeed Tom Harris but there you can go. find Tom Harris but who? anyway God bless him absolutely yes this week we are in Paisley the hometown of David Tennant Stephen Moffat Neat McIntosh and me and David Steele and Heather Reid that used to be on Report in Scotland who the majority of our readers or listeners will never have heard of and who else? St Mirren Football Club Alex Ferguson for those of you who like football this is where he had his second football managerial job so. oh, I didn't know that yeah, and that? then that was um, prior to 1980 and then he went oh, to Aberdeen right. ah, and became the greatest manager so. I didn't know that right, that's very he lived in East Kilbride at the time just right. down the road from me oh. anyway see that's what you want listeners you don't just want wall to wall received wisdom about Doctor Who you want interesting things about other stuff that are only vaguely even if nothing related to Doctor Who where else do you get such quality chat you don't exactly and it's free so you can't complain Exactly. So what are we talking about? Today we're going to be chatting about the recent Big Finish news announcing the Eighth Doctor Adventures, Charlotte Pollard, the further adventuress. See what they did there? Yes, I did see what they did there. It was good. It was obviously ties into um, her proclaimed Edwardian adventurous title, I suppose, or, or, um, or mission statement when she was first introduced yep. back in, the, back in the, 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 the early days. Which is quite amazing, considering that at the start of this year we discussed that first McGann yeah, season yeah. with Charlie, and here we've got four new strips coming with The Mummy Speaks by Alan Barnes, Eclipse by Lisa McMullen, The Slaying of the Writhing Mass by Eddie Robson, and Heart of Orion by Nick Briggs. 
which I think very interestingly, well, I think it's very interesting that two of those original four writers have returned yes. for this set. Yes. In we've got the Mummy Speaks by Alan Barnes, in which I think we can guess that is going to be some kind of Egyptology in there. Yes. Yeah, it's very because um, Alan Barnes who did such amazing work, sort of curating the main range for so long, and obviously was there at the start of a huge part of creating Charlie Pollard, and he wrote obviously Storm Warning, the original Eighth Doctor Big Finish story. I think Alan Barnes writes enough Doctor Who these days, but anyway, no, it's very interesting. I think I like the idea because that's you know sort of period that Charlie's from. There was probably still lots of digs going on in Egypt and lots of you know looking for pyramids and trying to find tombs and stuff. So I love the idea of them maybe being in Egypt and I bet the, the Eighth Doctor will have a fez on at some point. <laughs> you know, watch for that, listeners. See if that happens. And you go, David was right. I, you know, I can imagine that sort of being a thing. You know, yep. that whole. I want to say Howard Carter, but he's the Big Finish sound guy. Is that the name of the guy? That's that was, the guy who does the music. Yep. Was, uh, who, he, he's who, already who I, been in Big Finish. But who am I thinking of? Is he? Yeah, Howard Carter was played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Right, what story was that? 45. 45. I was about to say 100, but it's the other numbered anniversary one. So that could be quite interesting. You know, Maybe will they get Benedict Cumberbatch back? Has that been announced? Ah, it could happen. Maybe not. No, it'll be interesting that, because that seems like a, the sort of thing, the sort of adventure that Charlie would go on, doesn't yes, it? Yes, very, very much in that feeling, that sort of... Yeah. Um, very much in the sort of storm warning feel where so yeah. you can imagine it in black and white on the uh-huh. big screen yeah like sort of like one of the early Hammer movies or something you know Curse the Mummy's Tomb or that sort of stuff yeah I, it's um, very interesting it's good that Alan Barnes is writing, writing for the character that he created basically again that would be a lot of fun that would yep. be interesting um, um, when's, should we say when's the set coming out I don't think we said that at the top when's that it is coming out in January right that's really soon Brilliant. I'm just checking out in my head yes because I'm yes. doing the preview just now right and we've got, which is to be in for on 1st of November, so it'll be out in 1st of December, previewing the releases out in 1st of January, right. or around the month of January, right. I should say. So yeah, that's quite good fun. That's good. Then we've Kenny, of course, there is, is referring to um, to Vortex, the, the free magazine that he was responsible for from Big Finish, which you can download from the Big Finish website, or you can read on the Big Finish app, or if you buy a physical copy from Big Finish, they'll send you a physical copy of the magazine, or you can maybe pick it up in your local Forbidden Planet. So there's a plug, you should read it, it's great. That's very kind. He didn't even have to pay me to say that. Yeah. There we go. I wish I'd bought a salt of chocolate earlier now. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got that's the second one is... Um, that's not a euphemism. No, definitely not. We've got a new writer for Charlie and Lisa McMullen for Story 2 in Eclipse. Yes. Which, again, it's, I don't know anything about it because mm. I haven't spoken let's, to her let's, yet. Let's speculate wildly. Absolutely, why not? With a name like Eclipse, I'm going to imagine it will be something spacey and there'll be some sort of planets... And if the planet, if when the, once the eclipse happens, something bad is going to happen. Right. Yeah. I was thinking it may be an adaptation of the, the third Twilight novel. <laughs> no, I was thinking werewolves or something. Oh. You know, eclipse. And maybe, the, maybe, maybe they'll be on a planet. I don't know. I don't know. Eclipse. I mean, it's the interesting thing. I say interesting. I mean that in the David Steele sense of interesting. The big bad in the current series of Stargirl is the old DC villain Eclipso. Which is all about the moon and darkness and sort of stuff. So it's bound to be. Um, I don't know. Maybe they'll set it in. Maybe they'll set it in 1999. Do you remember the mild solar eclipse that we yes, got that's in right. August 1999? I remember that. Picture Boys did a track for that, casting a shadow. Yeah. Me and Damien ran up to the Loden Bay, the the Deadlands building, and and sat and watched it with with our naked eyes, with bare eyes. There you go, without any protection whatsoever. And it was in my memory of it is that the sky kind of looked a bit funny. 
we didn't get a total eclipse moment, but the sky no. looked a bit funny. It was, it was, it was greyish and it was still went cold. There was definitely something going on. So maybe, maybe I don't expect this story to be set in 1999, but it'd be quite funny. If I was going to do a story about an eclipse, that's the one I would cover. Hmm. Interesting. And yeah. also it'd be interesting how Lisa takes a take on Charlie, who's yeah. somebody who's obviously written a lot of Big Finish of late, but not yeah. from the early days. Yeah. We should, we should talk about that. Do we know when... Um, do we know if it's the Eighth Doctor and Charlie? So presumably, is this is this the Eighth Doctor and Charlie reunited during the course of Charlie's solo series, or is this set during the is this like a kind of retroactive implant sort of thing? Is this set during the the early days of their their stories? Do we know this yet? It's not been officially revealed, and I can honestly tell you that I don't know at this moment because Ooh. Alan Barnes hasn't told me as yet, as we've right. yet to have our chat for Vortex, but. It's a complete guess. I would imagine that it fits in nicely after Minuet in Hell, because there's that bit of scope there before yes. things go on with Invaders from Mars. So yeah. unless I'm told oh, yeah. otherwise, I'll be slotting this box set physically in yeah. between. That would be these that ones. would be good. that would be a good place to put it actually. They could have a lot of fun sort of still sort of developing. I mean, it's one thing. I think we have to be honest and say, as much as we love our Levchenkos and our Lucy Millers, you know. Charlie, because she was the first sort of original Eighth Doctor companion on audio, it's, it's, it's. I still kind of think her as the, as the definitive and the default in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when they did the light at the end, it was it was Charlotte who appeared obviously yep. with the Doctor, and I think, I think those of us who listened to the, you know, to the, the Charlie, the Charlie, the Charlie Pollard stories when they first came out. I mean, it, I I obviously had a lapse period, but I caught up with all the the stories they did with the Sixth Doctor. I mean. Those of us who like Charlie, we like her a lot. We're very fond of her. So this is yep. this is actually this is really nice. This is a nice little. If it is sort of if you like missing adventures set during you know the early days, that's going to be lovely. If it's, I think it's been very exciting to have you know maybe perhaps a Time War era Eighth Doctor meet up with a later Charlie. I think that would be fascinating. It'd be great if they did something like that at one point. You know, maybe they will. Maybe they won't. I don't know. Very very interesting thought. I hadn't thought that. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. If you're listening, boys, a big finish. There's yes. your idea. You know who to send a check to. It's David yes. Steele and Kenny Smith. That's right. Yes. It'll be a 60-40 split. You know. I'm, Absolutely. I'm, 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 I'm generous here. Yes. <laughs> and then next we've got the slaying of the writhing mass by Eddie Robson, who of course has written for Dave Doctor and Charlie before in the fantastic Memory Lane. Memory Lane. The one with the ice cream van that nicks the tards at the end oh, of episode yeah. one. That brilliant right. cliffhanger. I remember the cover. Is that the cover when it's um. It's a span in a space suit holding up an ice cream Yes, I have, I have heard that one. Yes, I have heard that one. Aye. Yeah, it's good that they've got Eddie Robson involved because he's one of these people like, you know, Johnny Morris or um, James Goss who just completely understands how Doctor Who works and how to write a good story without making it seem formulaic, without making it seem ordinary or something they've done already. So, yeah. And I'm not even going to, you know, I'm not going to insult him by saying a safe pair of hands because it's more than that. It's someone that can, that knows what to do, but can make still make it interesting. So that's good. That's probably one that we could probably speculate the least about, isn't it, about the content? Yeah, arriving, the slaying of the writhing mass in terms of a title. The slate, right? Let's let's okay. The writhing mass. So could that could that be tentacle tentacle monster or a bunch of um axons or I'm trying, to think, I'm trying to think I'm trying to think of the most offensive thing possible that I can say a bunch of rabid um Doctor Who fans yes <laughs> that's 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 how I would certainly describe the <laughs> Twitter these days well, hey I'm just kidding or am I no, it could be a bunch of Celtic and Rangers fans yes 
Liverpool and Man U fans for those yeah, down south, or if you're in Italy, AC Milan and Inter Milan. Or if, if it's the mid nineties, it could be some. It could be a bunch of people at an Oasis concert. I don't know. And a blur. Yes. Concert next door. Um, yeah. It could be uh, Real Madrid Barcelona. Yeah, any. I suppose a right. Maybe it is going to be about any kind of um, organised fandom that doesn't like something that's going on. Yeah. yeah that sounds like that's what I, that's what that title suggests to me. To be yep. honest. <laughs> Yeah. The, the Taylor Swift fans that, that um that, that get annoyed at anything that she does that they don't like yeah. or um any kind of yeah interesting yeah interesting I do have details of this and so I'm not going to speculate on it okay. because I do have I've chatted with Eddie about it so I'm not okay. going to say anything okay no don't no so spoilers please. spoilers no spoilers until you get your vortex That'll everyone sorry and oh does that does that mean that the vortex will have story specific details yes it will oh have. I might not read it then. I won't be in depth, but right, maybe okay. a, a basic summary of what's the going writhing, on. What's it called again? The slaying of the writhing mass. Mind boggles. Yeah. What's the next one? The next one, the concluding one, is Nicholas Briggs's Heart of Orion, which is the sequel to Sword of Orion. Ah, Sword of Orion, of course, being the second McGann Big Finish audio of the Cyberman story, which we all listened to about 50 times mm-hmm. within that first year of it coming out. Remember the trailer? Doctor Who, Sword of Orion. <laughs> this is better than I'd hoped for. Can't see any damage. I bet the weapon systems are in perfect condition. Those squaddies in the ride will give anything for high-class equipment. We are going to make a killing. Doctor! Doctor! Where are you? No luck, then. I thought for a moment you were going to cry out for help. Oh, how can you be so annoying? Anyone hear that? Negative. What have you got, Kelsey? Uh, something that sounds... not nice. What's that? What? Stay where you are, Doctor. You saw something? Yes. Yes, yeah, something moving on the deck. Over there. It... Doctor? It's gone now. Why has my revival been delayed? They also talked to a couple of people how I think I can't remember if we said this when we did our little 20th anniversary McGann at Big Finish retrospective but I remember the, there's, a, there's a moment when Charlie says something like talking about the Doctor and he goes off and does something spontaneous and Charlie says something like oh he's always doing that and I remember talking to David Arlington and sort of going and we both sort of agreed that for the second story that was a bit of an odd choice so which kind of suggested that maybe there'd been a bit more time passing between the first and second story than we all thought but I do remember sort of thinking oh but yes um that's going to be the Cybermen again I take it I'm assuming so I would assume so too especially if Nicholas Briggs is right now god yeah. bless him and um we should also talk about you know the the, the other aspect of the story in that it's you know it's obviously a very direct sequel to Sword of Orion because a lot in a long time you know a long time coming 20 years later yep. we have the return of Captain Diva Jansen, played by Michelle Livingston, who, as you'll have heard, introduced this episode. Fantastic. When I listened to Sword of Orion, Big Finish version, 
I compared it with the audiovisual version, as you would. Right. And the Diva Jansen in that was a D-I-V-A Jansen rather than D-E-V-A. And Diva Jansen in the audiovisual version, I can picture it's been very 80s, big hair, you know, Kate O'Mara shoulder pads, that kind Got of look. Yes. Whereas this one was very much an efficient, almost new labour sort of version. I, I imagine her as, as being very... Um, I'm trying to think now, how did I picture her? You know, not sort of, not steampunk, but almost that sort of retro future sort of... I mean, you, you can, I can totally... I mean, I haven't heard the audiovisuals version, but I can imagine something, you know, with like big back-combed hair and big earrings, like a Brian Boland 2000 AD cover or something. But I, my memory of of her is how, of how her picture was a very sort of sleek, almost post Sigourney Weaver type commando sort of <laughs> looking sort of figure. Hopefully, you know, she'll make it onto the cover this time, and we can all get a face and see what she actually looks like. And if, if we've got it wrong for all these twenty years, hey, do you know what? I wish they'd done a sequel to Minuet in Hell. That was good <laughs> because when, when I re-listened to these all those early stories before we um we did that episode, and I. I enjoyed Minuet in Hell a lot back in the day, and I still enjoy it. It's, it's packed. What about that weird senator guy? Did he get killed Waldo or something? Pickering. I can't, did he get killed? I can't remember. No, he was returned to his body with his. He was the grandpappy of Mickey Walchek. When's he coming back then? That's what I want to know. Bring it. Bring back Waldo. Big finish. Says the man who is sick of, of sequels and um <laughs> and fan service. But yeah, no, this is it's a good thing to do this box set. I think it's the sort of thing that um might get back a few lapsed listeners that might. I've not dabbled for a while, and I think, you know, the Eighth Doctor is obviously very popular still, so I suppose it also follows on from when they did the sort of new adventures in Lucy. Yep. You know, they're revisiting other parts of the, the Eighth Doctor era, which is good, because one thing that's always been good about the Eighth Doctor and Big Finish is that they've been able to bring them and take them forward. It hasn't been too confined by, you know, the defined era on television, like obviously the Fourth, Fifth, Sixth and Seventh Doctor, so it's um, it's good that they can... They can They've done enough McGann stuff now that they can go back and do these little implants or, you know, missing stories almost. Yeah. I just like the fact that last we heard Diva, she had been given her oxygen pack to Charlie and she was yes. deactivated and That's right, floating yes. in space. That's right. So how is she going to be revived? What's going to happen? Yeah. I beca- Yeah, I remember, because it's quite a downbeat ending to that yep. story. And I, th- I, think, I think I'm genuinely surprised it's taken this long to get back to her. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, from will they find Diva floating in space, or will Diva have other stuff happen to? Her? Will they, you know, it's um, and it's the sort of thing. If to see if they'd done it in the second McGann series back in the day, it would have been great. Yep. I think it's. I think I maybe would have, you know, half expected them to do something like yep. that. So it's great. It's finally being resolved, and Michelle yeah. now lives in Canada, okay. where she's um working. She's been working in call centers. She's been working. Doing burlesque shows. She's goodness me. She, honest, she's brilliant. She's a lovely, I'm lovely. Mopping my brow, listeners. <laughs> he is indeed. He's got a paisley scarf, like Hopefully. Sylvester McCoy's Time in the Rani one. Yes, you were a tartan scarf from Time in the Rani. You're right. Yes, sorry. Oh my God, bad fan. I uh, know. I sorry. It's just no, I, I've, I've got a paisley scarf that I, um, that I pinched from my dad, probably during the transmission of season 24, and never gave him back. <laughs> so there we are. Excellent. Of course, that's not the only Eighth Doctor news we've had. Of late, we've also had the announcement of Stranded 3. Of course, yes, with the Judoon. So, Briggsy will have been on the, the cough medicine that week, I imagine. When's that coming out? It is out in December. So, we'll have it before Christmas. Right, so it's, it's back in March. We got um, 
the second set, wasn't it? Yeah, I can, I've can, I think have we talked about Stranded on the podcast before? Not really, no. Because I, I kind of get mixed feelings about it. My my favourite thing about it, and this just paints me as a contrary idiot, but there you go. I'm a Pisces; it's in my nature to be contrary. Um, my favourite thing about Stranded is the timey wimey aspect of um, of Andy meeting the Eighth Doctor, and this mm-hmm. is an Andy after everything that ever happened with Torchwood and all that and Telly. So, you know, Andy essentially was a contemporary of the Ninth and Tenth Doctors on the, in, when he was on TV. Meeting the Eighth Doctor, you know, so before all that. that that's my, my favourite aspect of it. I have to say, I am... Um, I'm going to be careful what I say because Stranded hasn't completely blown me away so far. There's aspects of it which I've enjoyed. I mean, I liked the... I liked the... Surprising more than... I liked it more than I thought it would. I liked the, the, the unit story that they did. What a fun running about. That one has been out, hasn't it? Yes, you're right. I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm trying to, I'm yeah. trying, I was wondering if I was hallucinating again. There's some interesting stuff in it. I'll, I'll say no more. I mean, I am enjoying it, obviously, but it's, it's maybe not pushing my buttons. thing is, nothing's ever going to push my buttons as, as, as well as Joe. As, um, let's try it again. Nothing's going to push my buttons as well as um, Doom Coalition did. So, you know, it's they've got a way to go to get as good as that, in my opinion. But, you know, um, I'm interested to see what happens next. I mean, have they revealed any story details? Yes, there's... Story titles have been revealed, but right. not specific details let's, as let's yet. Let's speculate wildly then. You can speculate wildly because I know. Oh, okay. Okay, right. so we'll start with Patience by Tim Foley. Oh, right. Well, this is obviously must be about um, the Doctor gets the TARDIS to work and they nip back to 2006 and they end up helping take that, film the video for their comeback single in Iceland. That makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's clearly yep. what that's about. Or they're sitting playing cards and it's just talking for an episode. That would be different. Then we've got Twisted Folklore by Lizzie Hockley. Twisted Folklore? Hmm. Twisted Folklore. What is what does, does that immediately spring to mind? I don't know. Something in something something weird happening in Epping Forest. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, right, what's next? Number three is Snow by James Kettle. And note that these are all new writers today. Oh, Doctor really? Range. Well that's interesting. Snow. Well, it's either gonna be about cocaine abuse. <laughs> or they're going to travel back to the early 90s because the doctors have got the TARDIS working again and they're going to stop that white American rapper from releasing that terrible record, The Informer, which is probably what either might be one of the songs that we play out with today <laughs> now that I think about it. But now I'm going to try and gently twist Kenny's arm into something well, else. Well, I've got something mentioned. else in my mind. Right, okay. So well, we'll come um, to that. What's next? And then it concludes with What Just... Uh, Jadunir and Twisted Folklore. Oh, right, okay. And What Just Happened by John Dorney concludes this Ooh. set. Dorney delivers. Interesting. This one is going to be... I think people are going to really love this one. Right. Knowing Ooh. what I know about it. Ooh. Season finale and all that. Yeah. Well, not season finale, box set finale. We'll be mm-hmm. in the fire. What's it called again? What just happened what with just a question happened? mark. Mm. I've gone quiet because I can't think of anything. Okay. There interesting. We go. But what just happened? Dave has to think about yeah, it. What just happened? Dave had a brain fart and couldn't come up with anything that he thought was remotely funny. So there we go. That's terrible. Yep. <laughs> okay. And that's out before the end of the year as well? That's out before the end of the year, yep. Probably have to listen to it. Try and find time to listen to the tail end of the second set again to remind myself of what they were up to. I'm still halfway through the... I'm only halfway through the the last story in the 11 box set. And as Kenny and I record this, Dalek Universe 3 came out today. Have you started listening to I have. I've got 10 minutes left of the first story, which I had in my drive over here to Paisley, Doctor Who, Scotland's capital. Yes, I haven't listened to it yet, but I'll probably start it maybe this afternoon, if I I finish the 11 on my walk home. So yeah, we'll have to do an episode on that one, obviously, probably sooner rather than later. God, I mean, I can't believe... 
can't believe it's been three months since the last because I've been working practically non-stop and it's mm. just gone it's gone like that, that. I cannot, I've only had time actually listen to Dalai Universe 2 once actually, I think I think to just to do the third set justice I should probably listen to the whole second series again to be honest, because I listened yeah. to the first one a few times so yeah. I'll probably I'll probably because I remember when we talked about the second set there was a couple of things it was a bit foggy on because I listened to it almost in a blur so um I I'll have to listen to it again but yes yeah. Sounds good. Well, so at least we've got happening. another episode planned there. Yes, that's That'll what do. we like. That's That'll what we do. like. That'll Dave, while I remember, Kenny, I believe that you do another podcast. I Would do you like to give podcast, it a wee mention? Yes, with, with, our, with our occasional guest conspirator, Peter Watson, I do a, a DC Comics dedicated podcast called The Earth 2 Podcast. And so you're probably not interested, being Doctor Who fans, you probably, probably don't give a monkeys about DC Comics. But you know, if you're remotely interested, or if you need a bit more of me and Pete, then check it out. And this is when I ask Kenny to plug his other endeavours. Oh crikey, yes. Well, they seem to be non-stop at the moment. There's, as mentioned at the top of the episode, I co-host Pieces of Eighth, the world's only Eighth Doctor dedicated podcast, which looks at the Eighth Doctor in all media, whether books, TV, audio, comics, novellas, action figures or anything else. And talking of action figures, also under Pieces of Eighth, it plays host to... That other one that I do, Optional Extras, his name I completely <laughs> forgot there, where myself and Alistair Dewar talk about the creation of the Doctor Who action figures. See, this is, I've, I've made light reference to this before, but this is, where, this is where Kenny's bottomless address book comes in very handy. I'm trying to convince Kenny to stick a little teaser for Optional Extras out on the Power of Three so that you can get an idea what he's talking to. The <laughs> first episode, when him and Al discussed the, the recent first Doctor waves of action figures that have been released through B&M, Fascinating. If you're interested in the Doctor Who action figures, I know a lot of people are. This is essential. Listen, I wouldn't class it as an optional extra at all. It's fascinating because Al's responsible for these toys, and he, he puts puts a few myths to rest. Talks quite a lot about the detailing of how the, the figures come around, how they're chosen, all that sort of stuff, and it's very, very interesting. So Kenny's bottomless address book, and I'm not just saying this because I'm sat next to him and he's been my pal for decades, but you know the access is brilliant, and really, honestly, you should check it out because it's get both of Kenny's other podcasts because it's some fascinating stuff that you won't, you won't get anywhere else. Great stuff, honestly. Here's that fiver again. That's another hey, hot no. chocolate. <laughs> no, not at all. I wouldn't, hey, to coin a phrase, I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. That's true. And we should also mention that you should check out the Imposter podcast by Tom Harris. He's not uploaded an episode recently, but it's a fascinating look at yes. the life of a man who served as a Labour MP having spent a lot of time in the party over the years yep. and his life before, during and after Westminster. Yep. And it's and it's our Tom and he's a marvellous storyteller and it's very funny and it's very interesting and I'm, I'm kind of in the habit of texting him after each episode with some swear words, not dedicated at Tom but just, you know, reacting to the events that Quite. Tom was talking about. It's a fascinating listen, even if, you know, you're only peripherally interested in politics. A lot of what Tom talks about in his podcast is, you know, it's related to, you know, how we find ourselves in Britain at the moment and it's very interesting sort of looking back and seeing how a lot of things took place so definitely worth checking out you yep. both owe me a fiver now excellent of course remember to follow us on Twitter at Power of Three Pod that's the number three and we will update our Facebook page at some point honestly Maybe. I genuinely promise Maybe. I will so there we go <laughs> so Dave yes Kenny I've got a question for you go on mate Dave what are we going to play out with well, today I would, I would love it I would love it. Maybe I should start doing a dedicated Take That podcast. I would love it if we played out with Patience by Take That in reference to the forthcoming um, 
eight dogs are set. McKinney's probably going to say we're going to play it with something else. So let's see what happens. Just had a little patience. Still hurting from a love I lost. I'm feeling your frustration. Charlie says always tell your mommy before you go off somewhere. 